from a physiotherapy point of view, I want everyone to be strong. I want everyone, you know, exercising, staying in, staying in the pool as much as they can. If you're not sure about what those boundaries are, or you're not sure about how you can get strong, then um, maybe speak to your parent or colleague or your coach in the first instance, uh, and then um, and then possibly uh, have a chat to your local sports physio as well. Welcome to Swim.Rocks, the show that shares ideas, information and inspiration between swimming people who stay dry. I'm your host, Ben Ramsden, and this week I'm talking to Michael Reynolds, sports physiotherapist. Now, around swimming, there are many different allied health professionals, and physiotherapists are arguably one of the more important of them. So I called up with Michael really just to get a general introduction to physiotherapy in the context of swimming. You know, I wanted to know what's the difference between a physiotherapist and a chiropractor and therapeutic massage, what the sort of typical issues that a swimmer may encounter that would require the assistance of a physiotherapist, in fact, is it something you just go to when you've only got an injury or is there more general maintenance uh, advantages from vi- visiting um, a sports, sports practitioner like a physiotherapist and also how to go about finding one? So it was a really good conversation and without further ado, let's cut to it now. I know you as being the sort of physiotherapist that's uh, been treating my kids through various sporting ailments over probably about 10 years or so now, mm-hmm. and you've been doing a fantastic job at that, so, so thank you. Um, but I would like to talk a bit about your background, just so our listeners sort of understand uh, some of your expertise and uh, some, some of your background. Um, I think originally you have a degree in physiotherapy from the University of Sydney, but also both a graduate certificate and master's in um, sports physiotherapy from La Trobe. Um, you've been in community practice now for at least 15 years, which I understand means general sports and musco- musco- musculoskeletal injuries, um, adolescent athletic conditioning programs. You're also the head physiotherapist for the Northern Tigers Football Club and previously doing that for St. Ives Football Club. You've been the sort of resident physiotherapist for a number of sports programs including Masters Games, Paralympic Championships and the Ultimate Frisbee World Championships. Um, you also teach physiotherapy at the uh, ACU in their undergraduate programs and you've got some positions with the Australian Physiotherapy Association who you've been working with for the last six years and you're currently chair of the ATSI Health Committee. Um, have I hit all the key points there, Michael? Gee, I, I think so. Thanks, Ben, and thanks for um, inviting me onto your podcast. Uh, when I hear that, I, I realise um, now um, uh, why I feel tired at times. <laughs> uh, well, that, that's right. So um, I like to. Uh, I really enjoy community practice, uh, and, and as you as you uh, just um, told the listeners, that uh, I'm. I was trained in Sydney Uni, uh, that was back in 2000, I graduated there, uh, and as a sport and exercise physiotherapist, most of us will go off and do some level of master's training, which I completed through uh, La Trobe University in Melbourne, uh, and that's allowed me to uh, be better engaged in various sporting activities, uh, uh, certainly around our uh, community up in North Shore, and um, uh, the sport I've, I've probably been most primarily involved in has been uh, soccer. 
uh, with the Northern Tigers Football Club uh, more recently over the last six years. But uh, that's um, in amongst a whole bunch of other things I've done, uh, including uh, the Commonwealth Games last year as well. Fantastic. Well, we're going to get into swimming in, in a minute, but of course physiotherapy is, is far broader than that. For those that don't understand, can you just explain what's the different, what is physiotherapy and particularly how it compares with, say, chiropractors and general sports massage? Yeah, physiotherapy very simply means that if you're not moving well, physios are experts on helping you move better. And I know that that brief is very broad, uh, but um, that's essentially what we are. We come in all walks of life. You know, I'm a sport and exercise physio. Um, maybe uh, some of your listeners have come into contact with paediatric physios, neurological physios, cardiothoracic physios in hospitals. So we, we span a, a huge breadth of the population and, and conditions. And uh, sport and exercise physio is a, is a very uh, more distinct specialty uh, where we have uh, further training in, in dealing with athletes. Um, that uh, there is some crossover between us and other allied health professions. Uh, chiropractic um, has, in, has, has been around for a very long time and traditionally uh, was based on the fact whether the spine or ears are in or out of alignment and, and often looking to restore alignment to make sure that the body's healthy. Um, maybe traditionally hasn't involved such a heavy exercise uh, process in the past, but uh, I do hope that that's improving because we know that uh, swimmers really benefit from the right kinds of exercises. Massage therapists uh, don't um, usually have university-level training. Uh, it's either TAFE training or, or through a college. Uh, it can be at a certificate or, dipl- or diploma level. Uh, and and uh, uh, it's, um, it's, it's, it's a helpful adjunct uh, for many uh, swimmers and athletes um, who, who find they, they need that little bit extra to help them recover whether that be phys- physically or even just psychologically, because who doesn't love a good massage? <laughs> now, I was one of these naive parents that kind of assumed that swimming is a low-impact sport and therefore swimmers wouldn't get injured. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Having come down here with my daughters uh, on many occasions over the last few years, can you just talk a bit about the sort of typical issues that a swimmer may encounter that could benefit from uh, visiting a person like you? Yeah. Well, first of all, I do think it's important that every Australian child learns to swim. Uh, it's, it's such an important part of our national uh, uh, psyche and, and it's an important pastime for lots of people and there's a very important safety aspects around that as well. But then some swimmers or maybe some swimming parents get the bug uh, and, and, and really love getting up really early in the morning to, to punish their bodies. And, um, and that's tend to where, that tends to be where physios become involved. It still is a relatively low-impact uh, activity, but, but to swim well and to swim at a high level and to swim to the best of your ability, you need to live in the water a little bit uh, as such, and, and it's a highly technical sport as well to do well. And um, invariably, biomechanics, so the way people move might... Um, might not be quite ideal and, and that certainly can lead to changes in performance and, uh, and in terms of presentation of injuries at various stages throughout a swimmer's career. So what, I don't know whether there is a typical injury for a swimmer, but what, what are the sort of reasons why you, you get swimmers turning up in your, uh, in your waiting room? Well, very often it's uh, shoulder pain would be terribly common uh, in swimmers. Uh, probably across the spectrum, particularly as um, swimmers are developing. I see a lot of adolescent swimmers here. 
uh, and as they're growing and developing and moving into squads that maybe require a high demand in swimming loads and swimming intensity, um, sometimes it's uh, with, with that, the demands of school, struggling with recovering between sessions, uh, some swimmers' bodies don't handle that, handle that quite as well. Um, so certainly shoulder injuries are quite common, overuse shoulder injuries. Some swimmers tend to be quite hypermobile, so meaning that they uh, they move a little bit more, so their, their joints and, and connective tissues are a little bit stretchier than the average person's. That allows them to do some really special things in the pool, but without adequate strength around those joints can sometimes cause uh, other issues around the body. Occasionally some back pain, occasionally hip pain, particularly in breaststrokers, can be an issue, or swimmers... Uh, particularly with adolescent swimmers, sometimes it's not just swimming they're doing. Maybe they're playing basketball and they've sprained an ankle and that's starting to impact on their swimming stroke. And that wouldn't be, uh, that wouldn't be an unusual presentation either, Ben. And what sort of solutions would you prescribe for people like that? I mean, I think I know the answer, having been here lots of times, but uh, for somebody that perhaps doesn't, can you, can you sort of describe sort of typical therapies you may be... Uh, you may be uh, mm-hmm. I, th- I think I, I alluded to a couple of points there uh, just before that with physiotherapy has is, is really moved beyond just uh, we have a shoulder problem, let's uh, diagnose what's going on, let's get out our li- little recipe book or our little toolkit or the manual of human body and then decide, well, we need exercise A, B and C to get you right. We, appreciate, we understand that it's much more complicated than that. So each patient comes in and uh, we make sure that we have a very thorough assessment of the joint and surrounding joints, understanding some of the biomechanics. So essentially how the, how the, how the, the forces through the body or, or how the, let's say, how the, how the shoulder is connected to the, to, the shoulder, uh, to the shoulder blade and how that's connected to the thoracic spine, how that's connected to the lumbar spine, to the lower back, how that's connected to the pelvis. You can see it becomes a little bit complicated. But I think for swimmers, it's very important to have a, uh, a very good um, uh, coordinated and systematic approach to this. And although we're experts on movement, we understand that recovery from injuries and, and how these injuries come about is beyond just movement itself. Sometimes it's how much, or sometimes it's how much we move. So maybe training loads have increased too much. Uh, maybe it's a change in the type of training load. Maybe we're building for a competition and a we've got too high a volume and too high an intensity. Maybe um, we've got a teenager that doesn't want to get up in the morning and doesn't want to get to sleep at night, is only getting five or six hours of sleep and and really training too hard and their body just can't recover effectively. Um, I'm also seeing uh, issues with diet as well and making sure that swimmers are adequately fueled. It's it's difficult uh, being a a swimmer and and being a a swimming parent with those demands, but um, certainly as part of the consultation, we'll um, highlight those as potential issues. And if we identify those issues, make sure that the swimmer is managed as part of a multidisciplinary team. You talk about a multidisciplinary team, the, 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 uh, the swimmers used to dealing with their coach. They may also have some sort of uh, gym program running with somebody supervising that. How do you how do you work with those others in the in the swimmer's life typically? Yeah, it can be complicated, and for for an older swimmer, um, or, or let's say for a lot of the adolescents that I, that I might see coming through here, I, I and maybe I'll upset some of the coaches here, but I, I say to the parents, you're you're your child's head coach. Uh, you understand uh, your child. You understand when things aren't quite going right. 
but certainly that needs uh, certainly communication needs to be um, uh, very clear across uh, between the, the therapist or so the physiotherapist and and the, and the child and and the and the parent and or the the adult swimmer but certainly um, liaison with the with the coach can be very helpful to, to understand changes in training loads or, or maybe working on specific stroke correction techniques uh, which could the exercises that we prescribe might then help enhance that. Um, most swimming programs will have a, a dry land component as well, and then we can liaise with exercise physiologists or, or sport and, or, or strength and conditioning coaches to make sure that uh, swimmers are strong out of the pool before they get into the pool. Other people involved uh, might include the GP as a centre of uh, uh, medical care, um, sports physicians who are specialised in, uh, in the medical field who may be referred to by their GP, dietitians if there are issues with diet, uh, with sports psychologists. Um, sports psychology is, is something that isn't uh, widely understood but is, has great benefit when there are problems and even when there's no problems to, um, to make sure that uh, everything's going okay in that space uh, amongst other therapies, uh, you know, as as the presentation requires. And is physiotherapy that something that swimmers should only be considering when they have an injury, or is there a role for uh, occasional or regular background monitoring and uh, and support? That's a very good question, and and you'll see in the in the uh, more resource programs at the institutes of sport, there there really isn't any difference, and and they've well-being scores, sleep scores, um, athletes' well-being is very, very well monitored. Uh, sometimes at a community level, it's difficult to appreciate that, and so the physio starts to take on some of those roles in injury prevention. Uh, you would hope that. Uh, so what you're asking there is 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 that is that whole continuum between injury prevention. We idea we want to stop injuries before they occur, and certainly physios have a great role in that in terms of biomechanical assessment. Uh, and and ironing out little problems before they become big problems, uh, but certainly by the time there's an injury, or certainly by the time there's something that the, the swimmer's presenting with, which is stopping them from swimming or stopping them enjoying their swimming, um, then they certainly should be seeing a physio. Would you have any general advice about how swimmers should look after themselves from a sort of physiotherapy point of view? I think um, from a from uh, every swimmer and every athlete that I've, I've come across, the ability to learn and, 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 and listen is, is probably, and, and having the attitude to, to listen and learn has probably been uh, the, the most valuable thing that they can have. There's lots of people around, physiotherapists, coaches, parents, uh, peers that, that have really valuable information that, um, that, they, that they can learn from. So listening and learning. In terms, from a physiotherapy point of view, I want everyone to be strong. I want everyone, you know, exercising, staying in, staying in the pool as much as they can. If you're not sure about what those boundaries are, or you're not sure about how you can get strong, then um, maybe speak to your uh, parent, a colleague, or your coach in the first instance, uh, and then um, and then possibly uh, have a chat to your local sports physio as well. Obviously, if people are in, on the upper North Shore, uh, they can probably track down you, subject to your, your availability. But more broadly than that, how do you go about choosing a good sports um, 
sports practitioner, sports physiotherapist? Yeah, it's, that's a good question. Um, as people might be aware, there's, there's lots of different uh, physiotherapists and physiotherapy practices, uh, particularly around Sydney. And um, uh, you mentioned earlier, I have some involvement with the Australian Physio Association, and uh, that's sort of every um, physio that's a member of that uh, has to adhere to a certain code of conduct and ongoing professional development. And um, of that, we have a titling process. And so once people have done a master's and have fulfilled the requirements, then they can call themselves an APA or Australian Physiotherapy Association titled Sports and Exercise Physiotherapist. And that recognises the further training that, that uh, they've undergone to treat specifically sport and exercise, uh, injuries in sports and exercise. So I'd encourage any swimmer out there to, to find someone who either has an interest in swimming on the pathway, if they're maybe a younger physio on that career path, or someone who, is already, who already has that title uh, to, to seek them out uh, for, for answers. So Michael, what do you do? Do you, just Google, uh, do you just Google APA sports and exercise physiotherapist and see what comes up? Uh, well, you certainly could, but uh, with my APA, or Australian Physio uh, Association hats on, they've actually launched a consumer-facing website called choose.physio. That's choose.physio. Uh, just go to that link and then click on find a physio and you'll be able to find uh, an Australian Physiotherapy Association member uh, close to you who should be able to help you with your injury. That sounds easy. Choose.physio. That's correct. Choose being C-H-O-O-S-E. Dot physio, yes. That's, uh, and physio that's is P-H-Y-S-I-O. Yes. No, no dot com anymore. It's just choose.physio. Much easier to remember. I'll check. We'll check it out, and we'll put it in the show notes. I'll make sure that I, <laughs> I, I get that one work very good. And if people, I don't know whether you have capacity, but uh, if, if people want to reach out to you, how how would they do that? Uh, I work uh, here at the rooms in in St Ives at St Ives Physiotherapy and Sports Therapy Centre. Uh, our email address here is stnivesphysio.com.au. Uh, feel free to uh, call. Uh, look us up, uh, look me up, and uh, we have uh, myself here and many other capable physiotherapists here who will be able to help you. Very good. Well, I'll put all those details in the show notes. Before we get, let you get on with your room of patients sat out there, Michael, is there anything else you think we should be uh, talking about in the context of uh, swimmers and uh, physiotherapy? You know, there's a great uh, national debate about at the moment about people becoming more physically active. Um, Swimming, I think the more we can encourage people to get in the water, go to the park, kick a football around, keep playing netball, I think the better. Um, physios, injuries are part of that, and I think physios are still a part of that, uh, a part of that world, but um, exercise is always better than none. Michael, Michael Reynolds, thank you very much indeed for your time. Thanks for having me, Ben. And if you want to reach out to Michael, he's at the St. Ives Physiotherapy Sports and Therapy Centre. And their website is stnivesphysio.com.au. Or you can use the old-fashioned telephone and give them a call on 9144 Well, I don't know about you, um, 
after age nationals in Adelaide, I took a bit of a rest. Uh, so I missed out on um, the Sydney Open this last weekend. But uh, actually, while talking about Adelaide, it was an absolute privilege to be uh, on the pool deck alongside the next generation of our swimmers. And um, I was really struck by how video was having an uh, impact on the sport because um, the live stream really is coming together very well now. I think Swimming Australia doing a tremendous job. Um, and particularly for the relays in the evening, um, in the marshalling room, all of the teams were working out their moves about how they were going to introduce themselves um, when they got onto pool deck and the camera was uh, was pointing at them. And for, for you watching at home, you're probably not aware that um, it was streamed live into the marshalling room. So as heat one went out, everybody in heats two and three would sort of cheer or boo or give, express their opinion about how well the previous uh, the previous people had done. And it would slightly increase the pressure for how they were going to do it when they got out in front of the camera. So that was quite a yeah, quite a fun thing to watch beside uh, behind the scenes. Anyway, if you do happen to be at any of these events, do do come down and say say good day. It'd be great to uh, great to hear from you. There's a few people have been saying how much they're enjoying the podcast, which is great. It's even better when people make suggestions about how we could improve it or who we could speak to next. They're they're, they're the really useful things. But uh, no, it's always good to know that uh, that it's being enjoyed. Um, this weekend we've got the swim league coming down to our area and a distance meet, and then next month we'll be in Brisbane for the world championship trial so do look us up if you're at any of those meets um, and if you know anybody that may be interested in what we talk about on these podcasts then do please share the show with them just just mention it to them or you can send them a link from itunes or your favorite podcast player because all support we can get is good anyway until we meet next time do please stay dry